What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Ray Talks Live. All right. As a black man and a black father, as well as a teacher, I'd be remiss if I didn't do an episode on what just transpired yesterday, April 20th, 2021, when former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three counts of murder for George Floyd. And I will say it, it's it's a blessing. It's a relief. And you know, this verdict gives hope for change in police tactics. You know, the shootings and the killings of unarmed black men and women in America. You know, this verdict is can now say that a lot of black men and black women who have died, and you can even go and say Hispanics and Latinos who are probably also killed by police, you know, where they probably are unarmed, but just don't get the headlines for the most part. But this verdict, for the most part, is for those Trayvon Martins, the Breonna Taylors, Tatiana Jefferson, Stephon Clarks, the Bottom Jeans, Alton Sterlings, the Freddie Grays, the Eric Garners, Tamir Rices, and Michael Browns, and many, many, many more unarmed and you could say even innocent to a degree black men and women who have been killed at the hands of police. And you have to wonder how many more other innocent and unarmed black men and women have to lose their lives before there is somewhat of a change. And I think this verdict is hopefully that right step in the right direction. Chauvin was, of course, found guilty on all three counts. Found guilty of second degree unintentional murder. Found guilty on a third degree of murder. And found guilty on the second degree of manslaughter, you know. And in trying to keep it straight down the line as I possibly can, you know, for the most part, black people in America, really, we're just really asking for one thing really in life, you know, especially here in America. You know, we're just asking for justice and a fair treatment. You know, we want to be treated equally, you know, or treated the same way that, you know, whites are treated when they are pulled at a traffic stop or, better yet, when they execute late night, early morning search warrants. I think we've all seen plenty of videos where, you know, white people are pulled over, especially white women, unfortunately, are pulled over and they just go into this rant where they're cursing and just saying everything and swearing up and down the officer or officers from A to Z. And then guess what? Nothing happens. They still get the ticket or they're just told to keep on moving. But, you know, let a black person start the, before they can even get the first cuss word out of their mouth. They're already getting pulled out the vehicle with guns drawn at them, you know. And it's, it's just, we, like I say, we as black people just want to be treated equally. You know, there is this inherent racism and the tactics that police use or the way police interact with black people or when they interact with people from low-income neighborhoods.
versus when you know they interact with rich, affluent, white neighborhoods. You know, you know, there's never that same level of degree of treatment. You know, there's always you're always constantly wondering why why must I be treated this way versus where someone else gets treated totally different. And I understand, you know, money talks. You know. And money can do a lot of things, can change a lot of things. But at some point in time, you know, when is it that we're just going to be treated fairly? You know, and with this verdict in terms of when I was thinking, you know, this verdict, you know, yes, it's justice. But at what cost? You know, because, yes, black people and just people in general are celebrating, you know, just just by the simple fact that, you know, justice was served and hopefully can put an end to this racism that we have in this country. But it's very clear that the issue of race is still prevalent in America. And hopefully, especially from the Black Lives Matter movement last summer of 2020, there still needs to be this open dialogue. You know, it has to continue. And until... People are willing to just sit down and at least listen and also more importantly just understand where someone else is coming from. Then we will finally get in the right direction. We'll finally move into the right direction. You know, until we have that real serious open dialogue where there's no low punches blown, there's no name calling, there's no, you know, trying to throw a little sneaky hints out there but in there can finally be an open and honest conversation a dialogue only then you know can this country move forward and it was great to see that a lot of high-powered politicians particularly white politicians have spoken that yes it is great to see that justice was served and yes, that, you know, it is a tragedy that Greg Floyd lost his life, but at least justice was served. Because I don't think anyone with any kind of heart or with any kind of compassion cannot think that that officer was not guilty. You know, there's no way you can sit there and watch that video for almost nine minutes and not think of it. You know, you hear, you hear, you see a grown man telling you over and over he can't breathe and then just like all boys whether we grow up to be men or not we all still call for our mama and you know the fact you got a grown man handcuffed on the ground already with your knee in the back of his neck and he's up there crying for his mama says a lot and I know that regardless of your race you cannot tell me that to watch that for almost nine minutes that video doesn't touch your heart or it doesn't get you upset you know but on the flip side of this verdict as much as I say it is a it is a step in the right direction to end a lot of the problems that police have or the idea that police officers go beyond their badge so now when looking at the other side how are law enforcement now going to respond to this most likely, a lot of them are going to probably redo their training and make sure that what was witnessed does not happen again. 
there has to be some kind of more of a training with especially white officers when they work in the black neighborhoods. But I think also the biggest thing needs to happen is that a lot of the black officers on these police departments need to step up and become real men and do something when they see their white colleagues doing the wrong thing. You know, because I don't understand how you as a black officer could sit there on the job and see a fellow white officer who you know is wrong just pulls the gun, open fire, shoot, kill, and move on with no, without a problem or an inkling in their bones. At this moment, I think black officers need to step up, step up their game, and actually start saying something and start reporting. And even if it means getting up in the face of your white officers, you need to do that. Because obviously, until you can finally try to help protect your own people, it's going to continue going on and on and on, you know. And like I say, I just want to keep it short, but the one thing that I do want to leave it with is that the fact that, you know, even though he's looking at almost 40 years in prison, either way, this situation, this verdict, everything, it's still a no-win situation. And the reason why I said it is because, you know, Derek Chauvin, you know, if he possibly gets 40 years in prison, his family can still come and visit him in jail. You know, they can still come visit him. You know, he can still have those phone calls. You know, and then at some point after he's served his time, he'll get a chance to go home to his family again. He'll be able to celebrate those Thanksgivings, those Christmas, those birthdays that he's missed for anywhere between now to 40 years. But George Floyd isn't coming back, you know. So there won't be any birthdays or Christmas or Thanksgivings or any other family tradition that his family has. He's not coming back, you know, and so... This is just one of those sad situations. It's just simply a no-win situation. And no matter how you try to look at it, no matter how much you may try to smooth it over, make it look nice, or try to be as unbiased as you can, it's still a a no-win situation. Someone lost their life. Someone's getting ready to go to prison for maybe up to 40 years. But no one wins. Hopefully there's a change in this country, but no one wins. All right. So with that, you know, definitely follow me at Ray Talks Live on Facebook and Twitter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ray Talks underscore live. And you can also hit me up with an email at RayTalksLive at gmail.com. And before we go, I want to leave you with this biblical scripture. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 2. I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And with that, I am out.